Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. Second hour, blazing five around the corner, live in Los Angeles. It's the herd, wherever you may be, however you may be watching or listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. J-Mac, i got to be honest with you. I do not like my picks this week. I'm doing something. I'm being called a mark, a square, because I like superior quarterbacks, and I am swallowing points all week. You're going to look at my picks and not like any of them. Huh. So a lot of underdogs this week. No? No. I'm taking favorites, and you know I do not like favorites. But I think we're getting to the point in the season. You saw it last night. Defenses are tired. They're injured. They're beat up. Um, I think it's uh, statistically defenses get hurt more than offenses. So very good quarterbacks are having their way with defenses right now. And I think uh, this will be a weekend where very good quarterbacks will play better than very solid defenses that are beat up. I think favorites were 12-4 and four against the spread last week. So maybe everyone's saying that that will shift this week and uh, the dogs will have their day. You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Blazing five. That's a hot one. Let's blaze it up. Fire it up. It's Collins blazing five. Lions at Saints. All right, I like the number better when it was minus four, but I'll take the Lions minus four and a half. They're coming off extra rest. They haven't lost back-to-back games in over a calendar year, and they looked awful against the Packers, so you know it was an intense week of practice. Their offense this year has been sensational. They can run it. They've got playmakers. And again, that was an embarrassing loss to Green Bay. Dan Campbell and that staff, you know they tighten the screws this week at practice. They're also a good road team. Team, four and one. I don't like the Saints. The Saints have 14 straight drives without an offensive touchdown. Uh, their defense isn't getting to the quarterback. Goff will have time. They're all beat up, and I don't think Dennis Allen is a head coach. I'll take the Lions to win and cover 28-20. Just one of my picks I don't like this week, but I'm going with it, baby. Goff is winning. Falcons at Jets. What the hell am I doing? I'm taking Tim Boyle and the Jets plus one and a half. They're coming off extra rest. This staff is coaching for their life. 
Their pass defense is good. The weather could stink. It's going to be a physical football game, and the Falcons have lost three of four. Desmond Ritter is not a franchise quarterback, so either's Tim Boyle. Who cares? I get the home team. I get the staff fighting for their lives. I get the much superior defense. I think it's going to be one of the ugliest games of the weekend. I do not trust Desmond Ritter and Atlanta on the road. I'll take the Jets 21-20. 49ers at Eagles. Another one of my bad picks. I like the Niners minus two and a half. The number was better on Sunday and Monday when the Niners were getting points. But a very good team coming off rest. They are healthy. And by the way, eight and one is Brock Purdy when Trent Williams is healthy. They are ready to go. They've got revenge. And the Eagles came off a super intense football game where their defense was on the field for a long time. Every day off helps at this point of the season. Eagles increasingly are turning the ball over 11 in the last six games. I don't think you can be bad in the first half and good in the second and beat the Niners. I'll swallow the two and a half and take the Niners to win 30-26. Browns at Rams. I know I'm a square, but I'm going to take the Rams minus three and a half, meaning, you know, Cleveland's the side. Everybody likes the Sharps. I'm going to take the Rams. They're in the playoff picture. This game means a lot. I think they've done a remarkable job, despite injuries, to get in this spot. The Browns, though, is the story. Offense, 23 giveaways, a ton. Joe Flacco, 1-10 in in his last 11 starts, gets the nod potentially. His last 20 starts, he's 3-17. He's cooked. Amari Cooper's hurt. David Njoku's banged up. Some are speculating. Miles Garrett, they may rest him to play next week. He didn't practice. All I know is this. McVay and Stafford, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, and an offensive line that's healthy at home. I'm going to take them to win and cover. The Sharps, Vegas loves Cleveland 27-20. I'll take the Rams. Bengals at Jaguars. Can we be honest? Because they got shelled by the Niners, people sold their Jaguar stock. They're really good. Only loss in their last eight games is to the Niners. They don't get penalized. They've only had 54 penalties all year. They're well coached. Trevor Lawrence, this season, 67% completion percentage. It's a really good football team. They're 13-3 and over their last 16 games. Yeah, they can't beat the Chiefs and the Niners. The Bengals are now without Joe Burrow. They average 15 points in offense. That's what the last eight games the Bengals have had no Joe Burrow. They've averaged 15 points. It's at Jacksonville. i got to swallow eight and a half. Their defense isn't good now. I mean, that's right. It's, it's a mailed-in season for Cincinnati. Their defense is last in many categories. I'm going to take the team playing for more with a star quarterback against a backup, a water pistol offense. 32-20 Jacksonville wins. Monday night's going to be a big deal. And there are my picks, and I'm not sure any of them are any good. Like, I like San Francisco. I just like the number earlier this week. I'm not a big fan of taking favorites. I took four, but I feel with Goff, I have the better quarterback. I feel with Stafford, I got the better quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, I got the better quarterback. And the Niners are a rested team. I worry about Philadelphia and all those snaps in that wildly emotional game. I think the Eagles could be a bit flat and tired. And I don't know what I'm doing with the Jets, but it's going to be... I Look at even J-Mac shaking his head at my pick. J, when J-Mac's shaking my head, I think... I'll say it again. I don't think Salah's the problem. I think they're going to come out, get a defensive touchdown. It's going to be sloppy and ugly. I'll take them. The other game I considered was the Titans yeah. plus one. I may be making a mistake. 
instead of taking the Jets, I could take the Titans. I do like if I had a six pick. In fact, I'll I'll probably. Yeah, you can't put after-tax dollars on Tim Boyle. <laughs> I don't care if he's home, road, playing on the moon. That, that's, I, I can't know. back that. Yeah, Everything they, else I like. Everything else. You like the other four? I mean, I love the Niners, you know. <laughs> I All love right. the Niners. Eric Mangini joining us live. <laughs> Jets. Browns. I've never had less confidence in my life with any of my picks. <laughs> yeah, well, you're very compelling. Listen, you, you made some great points. I, you wouldn't know it. <laughs> I want to start with this. You know, you know this, is that when Green Bay and McCarthy and Aaron broke up, Mike McCarthy took all the hit. He's no good. He's a bum. Now I'm watching him for the second time. He won with Favre, Rodgers, Cooper Rush, Dak. Dak's never been this good. This is a really good football team. And I'm like, maybe Aaron was a little more high-maintenance and difficult than we want to acknowledge. <laughs> and I watched this Dallas team since the bye. Eric, they look very well coached. Situationally, I can disagree on fourth down, third down. I, don't, I think Mike McCarthy's a better coach. You've defended him before. I think he's a better coach than I want to give him credit for. Is that fair? You, you've got to give him a lot of credit. They won, what, six out of seven, and they lost the, the Philadelphia game. And you could say in the Philadelphia game, maybe he should have kicked the field goal instead of going for it on fourth down where they got stopped, and now they're kicking a field goal late in the game instead of a touchdown. You could you could disagree with that, but I don't think it was unsound logic for w what he did there. Over the last four games, they're averaging 40 points a game. Dak's playing as, as well as, as he's played, and and – what what happens with Mike in the Cowboys is there's so many expectations put on them that when they fail to reach expectations like they did against Arizona early in the season or when they struggle like they did against San Francisco, it's different than other teams. Michael Parsons is right in that in that sentiment that it's it's like the sky is falling every time they, they have a setback. But they've been really good for, for a stretch now where I am concerned and what I don't like is the volume of penalties. They're, yeah. they're the most penalized team in the NFL, and, and that to me is something that's completely controllable, and, and the, the head coach has a big influence on that as well. Um, I want to talk about um, Eagles-Niners for a second, and I've, I've always used a word when describing a franchise quarterback. You know when you have one because they're an overcomer. Missing the left tackle, number one receiver's out. Playing from behind. Their defense can't make stops. You know, last night's a great example for Dak. Defense couldn't make stops. He overcomes it. Brock Purdy, when tied or trailing in the fourth quarter, second half, ain't not a very good quarterback. Hurts, Jalen Hurts, when trailing or tied, is a great quarterback. And I look at Brock Purdy and I'm like, folks, he never trails. You know, he's got all the weapons. He's got Kyle. I like him. But I think we're going crazy on it. He's shown me no ability to overcome when everything's not in the driveway and the Mercedes is not there to drive off. Like, I just... Now, I think this week, this game, this matchup works for him, but I don't know. I, I like Brock Purdy. I think we're, all, we're going crazy on it. You, your takeaway on it. Uh, you're absolutely right, Colin. And, and last, last year... I think they, they only trailed in maybe the, the Las Vegas game, and, and that was it. And, and you start the season this year, you don't see him facing any, any adversity, and, and he's outstanding, and he's, everybody is making comparisons that are unfair comparisons to historic quarterbacks, and, and I get it. His numbers are really impressive, but there's, there's a lot of quarterbacks that have played in this system that have had impressive numbers, and then when he does face adversity, which to me 
like you said, is the mark of, of a great quarterback. When we had Tom, you, you knew it didn't matter if you were trailing because he was going to find a way if we got him the ball to, to bring him back, to bring you back. And in this situation, every time he's faced that adversity, it, it hasn't been very good. And until he gets over that hump, it's hard to put him in a category of, of great quarterbacks. It, it, you don't want to take away from what he's done, but 17 points, you hold him to 17 points, and they've lost all three games. Yeah. Okay, so um, you know this, having taken over the Jets and Browns. When you have to clean up messes, it makes coaching even harder. Sean Payton had a lot to clean up. First of all, i got to get Russell Wilson right. Got to be honest, Coach, it took about five weeks, but he kind of looks like the old Russell. Not quite as twitchy, but accurate. No turnovers, moves well, the laterals. As a coach, nobody liked what he said about Hackett, but i got to be honest, I watch him, and I'm like, this was a hard lift. Has he not done a good job? He He's done a, a really good job, and... He'd love to have that press conference back or that interview back or wherever he said what he said back, and then he knew it right after he said it, I'm sure. But you go into a place and, and you have a philosophy and you've been coaching for a long time and you know what good looks like and you know what what your expectations are and you want it to happen right away, but you can't because there's a process and everybody's got to get used to the way that you do things and and. It reps build upon reps, and, and that's what they've been doing. They've got a good coaching staff as well, and, and I'm sure he's been extremely demanding. You love what he's done in terms of, of taking Russell Wilson back and making him a player again as yeah. opposed to you know um, an elite member of the organization. That can be such a, uh, such a distraction and so disruptive in the locker room. Now he's a guy. He's another guy that's being held accountable and it's not just good for the for Denver, it's good for Russell Wilson. Yeah. And and you watch him against the Browns, and they have some of these quarterback-driven runs, and they're the difference in the game. Yeah. The Browns are honoring him as a runner, and he, and he scores because they're going towards the back. He scores a touchdown. He gets first downs. He's making big plays. And like you said, he's not as twitchy as he was. But, God, he looks a lot closer to the guy that we knew in Seattle <laughs> than the guy we've seen before, right? Yeah, no. I mean, it's, 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 great. it's great for him. It's, it's great for Denver. And, look, it's hard. It's hard to transition a whole organization and do it quickly. Yeah. So you know Jim Harbaugh well, and I think he's great. But I could certainly make the argument, like Nick Saban, he's better for college because he's intense about the time you, you want to strangle him, you go to the NFL, right? Like, in the NFL, you know, if you're a veteran and you've been there for a while, seven years with Jim may feel like 15 with another coach. And I say that affectionately, but some coaches are better in short spurts. I think Harbaugh is better as a college coach, although if he got to a Super Bowl, and I think he's a terrific NFL coach. Your takeaway on working with him knowing, is he better off to stay at Michigan, even if even if there are some NCAA bumps or turbulence? To me, Jim Jim is one of the purest football coaches I've ever been around in my life. And, and you think of, of the, the stereotypical coaches and, and the idea of them wanting to die in their cleats. And, and that's Jim. Jim. Jim is as sincere about his love of football as any person I've ever been around. I remember we started training camp and, and we came back a week early 
and he's in there saying, isn't everybody so excited? You guys probably couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> we're all groaning a little bit because we're there a week early. He he is that kid in school that can't wait to get to, to class and can't wait for homework and can't wait for tests. And, and he just loves everything about it. So it works in college, and it works in, in pro football too. And the other thing I've always loved about Jim is he's not afraid to, to try new things. He's not going to be bound by what conventional wisdom is he'll go in and 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 he's willing to to experiment and and that's where progress comes that's where change comes that's where we've got a chance to, to distinguish yourself from other organizations you know there's there's going to be a lot of openings like there are every year and and i think jim if he decides to come back to pro football will do a great job uh, wherever he lands. All right, my most regrettable blazing five pick of my career, I took the Jets. But one of the reasons I did, not a great pick, but I just have a, a vibe. It, it may not be bad. It may be okay. But here's my take on Sala, is that if you look at the seven coaches on the hot seat and the two that have been fired, it's all organizations that have been in chaos and underachieving. It's the same circus revolving door. Sala, passionate, Team plays hard, got his side of the ball. That's all I care about. It's not his fault. He didn't draft the quarterback. So my takeaway is I'd bring him back. The Jets need continuity. That's what they really need. Your takeaway, you know the owner. You know Woody. You think Robert Sala? I mean, I'm telling you, I'm reading stuff. I'm hearing stuff. I don't know if he's coming back. Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think it's set in stone by by any stretch. I got fired after going 9-7, and seven and we didn't finish off very well, but but that you know the the discussion going into the season was very different than the reality at the end of the season with with Brett Favre. Now it depends how Woody views Aaron Rodgers and and the the things that happened to him. But but there's got to be some accountability for the quarterback situation after you get past Aaron Rodgers on the depth chart. Why was Zach Wilson still in the number two? Why are they in the situation that they're in right now? Did they really sincerely believe that Zach had matured that much and done? Had improved that much so he could carry the team if he went in. That part's discouraging. Why the running game isn't better? The 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 dysfunction offensively, and and you get a big buy I get for Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, but not finding any sort of identity or functionality now. That to me is problematic. And and Robert's done a great job with the defensive side, but he's the head coach of the whole team. So he's got to step in and 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 some give some sort of hope and progress on this offense that that you just haven't seen to, to this point. All right, um, I cannot believe I took the Jets plus. I just I look at that on the screen. <laughs> what a regrettable, terrible pick by me. Oh Lord. Yeah, I, I think you you might might be okay. Okay, great seeing you as always, Eric. I appreciate you coming by, and uh, we'll see you here in a day or two. All right, talk to you soon, Collins. All right. J-Mac, I should have taken that Titans pick. I just don't trust Will Levis. I don't know. They got injuries. They're, I don't know. Yeah. I, it's I never think too that, late. It's never too late to make a change, buddy. This is regrettable. Made a blazing six this week? You know, I would, six I, pack? I, I, the Alabama plus five and a half, six points was interesting. Well, that's gone, by the way. Yeah. I also like Oregon to cover the spread against Washington. I saw a 10 last night. I haven't looked in the last hour. But I know. If Washington covers, it's late. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Here's my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'll take the Lions minus four. 
at the Saints. I'm out on Dennis Allen. I think he's one of the worst coaches in the league. Lions got embarrassed by Green Bay. They bounce back and win. Chargers minus six at the Patriots. A desperate team coach in a hot seat in New England. I'm not sure they want to win games. I'll take the Chargers to win by more than a touchdown. And I'll take the Jaguars hosting the Bengals. Jake Browning, not it. Can't beat you downfield. Jags want to get that number one seed. They're motivated. If you want to take the Herd Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Please, new users, use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. It's real simple. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Sunday, we got a huge doubleheader on Fox. First, the Lions take on the Saints or other regional action. Then, in America's Game of the Week, Christian McCaffrey and the Niners take on Jalen Hurts and the Eagles in one of the biggest games of the year. Check for the games in your area Sunday on Fox. It's a very difficult weekend where I think a lot of teams are win. You know, I can I could tell you who's going to win the games this weekend. Of course, it's the numbers. The Jags are going to win. The Rams are going to win. The Niners are going to win. The Lions are going to win. I just don't know the numbers. But I will say, last week, favorites cleaned up, and it was better quarterbacks winning again. That has been a big trend this NFL season. Defenses this time of the year get beat up. They've got holes. Miles Garrett may not play. Take the better quarterbacks, my theory. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So the Jags haven't been in prime time in a minute. For the first time on Monday Night Football since 2011. Jacksonville is running hot. Have won seven of eight. You know, they 
potentially have a chance at the number one seed if the Chiefs stumble, the Ravens stumble. This is a big game. If Jacksonville doesn't get Monday night football games, that place is going to be buzzing. Does does Jacksonville actually buzz? A little bit. Okay. It's a, it's not it's not a hornet, more of a small bee. <laughs> a yellow jacket. Yeah. Uh, here is Trevor Lawrence on his mindset. If you want to talk about the number one seed or whatever that is, you know, you, we've put ourselves in a situation where that's attainable. You know, we're right there in the mix. So I think that's something that we definitely we're not oblivious to that fact. Obviously, we're taking it one game at a time, and you got to win one game at a time in order to get there. But we understand that that's a real. That's something that's reachable for us and that we can do. It's still early in the year. I mean, we're getting towards the back half, but um, you can't look ahead. You can't get too far ahead of yourself. So we're taking it one week at a time. We understand what we can accomplish and what we can do, but you got to just take it one week at a time. You can't get too far ahead. You can't look in the rearview mirror either. So uh, being in the moment is, is really big. You know what? They spend a lot of money on offense. The Christian Kirks, Ridley, they spent money on offense. And you know what? They got a good offense. It's a good team. That Houston win's tougher than people think. On the road, tough win. Um, well, you know, you went on your backwards hat rant yesterday. People are all worked up. Trevor Lawrence, you know, goes with the hat backwards sometimes. Hat was forward there, but he went sleeveless. Do you have an, uh, an issue with the showing out the guns? Not a big fan of that, but I'm not going to get into it. Had the hat on the right way, not a big fan of it. That's all that matters. Okay. Just Jacksonville's a little more chill beach town than, like, you know, New York and Philly. Oh, wait a minute. So there's a new layer to the hat backwards. If, you, if you're outside the garage, but in a well, beach town. There are, all, there are cultural and geographical realities with <laughs> many of my theories. <laughs> oh, you're so layered and uh, just deep. Uh, next story. New England Patriots. I can't wait till we're done talking about this franchise. It's close. Uh, they've lost four straight... Offense stinks. Mac Jones had started all 11 games, but it sounds like Bailey Zappi is a go. Um, Mac Jones apparently is practicing with the pr- uh, the practice squad guys. Um, Are we sure they want to win? Belichick has declined to make a starter, but it sounds like Zappi's taken all the first-team reps in practice. Colin, the line is down to 5.5 for the Chargers. A lo- well, I don't want to say a lot of this. Some of this has to do with Keenan Allen not practicing this week. Well, they have Listen, no weapons. It- Dude, he's getting like 15, 20 targets a game. No, no, they don't. Who do they have without him? Austin Eckler. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be an ugly game, a stay-away game for me. Yeah, this, I, I will not, I'm going to refuse to watch this. Just, well, I'll watch it because I heard I'm sick of the Chargers. They've cost me a lot of money this season. I mean, their brand right now in Los Angeles is the underachievers, the dysfunctional underachievers. They're like that, the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, they, they are, they, they are that's right, talented and a, a, a perpetual circus. Yeah. And that's a bad brand to have in a distracted market with a lot of options. You know the owner's watching this. And his kids, and they, you guys have to do something. Like, you can't be like, oh, we're going to get a coach on the well, cheap. They could have had Dayball, man. It's the owner's fault when the branding is poor. I won't blame the owner for an injury to a player. But when the brand becomes dysfunctional and underachieving, then it's on the family that owns it. Yeah. Change stuff. And I'm not here to call for people's heads, but we... This, this, it's just a circus. Uh, just curious. We're still early. Where's Mac Jones next year in the NFL, if he's in the NFL? He's a backup somewhere. He's back Given up. all the stuff that's out there about him in the locker room, only child syndrome, who's going to want to bring him on as a clipboard holder? I could see him being a backup to a Bo Nix. Some, oh no, I mean God. somebody gets somebody gets Hold like on. he's just a he's a backup in the NFL. He he doesn't have the physical. He's got the dad bod, physical limitations. Not doesn't take to hard coaching. When Jake so, Browning doesn't win any games this year, and the Bengals need a backup next year, do Jake, they look at a Mac Jones? Well, Jake, Jake Browning 
For the record, Jake Brown and good in the room. People like him, coachable, no tandem. Yeah, but then he's got to go play games and he can't do a darn thing. Now, I don't know that Matt can, but if Matt's got, um, assuming they keep T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, <coughs> they'll be all right. Uh, Matt Jones, he has no weapons in New England. Is there? So will somebody see him and say, you know what? We can fix this guy. This no, isn't think, like a 1960s look, wreck. No, I think you look at, like, when you see Justin Fields, you're like, there's so much dynamic playmaking, turnovers, but you look at Justin Fields and go, in Atlanta, hey, we just want an athlete back there. We got B. John Robinson. We got Kyle Pitts, Drake Lamp. We just need an athlete. That's a good question. So, so I can watch Justin Fields and go, okay, like Trey Lance. Cowboys said, we'll give you a fourth-round pick. We see an athlete, a big kid, coachable, runs hard. When I look at Mac Jones, I don't get the coachability. I don't get the athletic ability. I don't get the mobility. I don't. What do I? So what? What's your sellability as an agent? Why would I want him? Yeah. You so got to give you, me something that I go. What? Sam Darnold for all his issues. You can put a YouTube tape together and see some plays by Sam Darnold. Justin Fields. I got YouTube plays. What? What do I got? Mac now is a bad decision maker. So that was supposed to be his strength. It's like Baker Mayfield. We heard he was really accurate. When his accuracy went sideways, you're like, well, you're not giving me size, mobility, athleticism, and now he's not accurate. So it's like with Mac, the thing he was supposed to be really good at, he's now really bad at. So there's nothing there for me. So teams are going to need backups. If yeah. you've got the choice, Justin Fields or Mac Jones, and let's say they both oh, Justin Fields is a much better athlete. Yeah, I can, I can, he can score touchdowns for me. Justin Fields can make plays. Yeah. I don't need it. There's a difference between, like, the bottom line is, if you, if Justin Fields, if I was an offensive coach, right, the Bears culture is, you know, they can't get quarterback right. If I'm an offensive coach and my starter goes down, which they mostly do for two weeks, can Justin Fields win a game? Yeah, because okay. he's hard to prepare for. Another one. You, Jameis Winston or Mac Jones, who are you picking up as your backup I'm, quarterback? I'm, I'm calling Tim Boyle and seeing if he has enough. I'm not taking either of those guys. I mean, Jameis is a bigger, stronger athlete who, I think, so I would probably take the bigger, stronger athlete. And just to people scoffing at home watching this, like Carson Wentz is, was on the sofa for like eight weeks this season. Like, hey, nobody exactly. wanted him. 15. Once you start that locker room toxic stuff, it's nobody wants you. That word gets out. Yeah, so listen, say what you want about backup quarterbacks. Like, 50 guys are playing a year quarterback. You need a backup quarterback. Carson Wentz, I just texted Les Snead the other day. It's like, hey, we, we, we Carson Wentz has enough money to retire. He wants to play. He's all in. And they're like, he's 6'5", 230 with a big arm. He could be a great backup. I mean, if Carson Wentz is motivated, how many 6'4", 240 athletic backups are there who are in the running for an MVP five years yeah, ago? We just don't know the motivation. Uh, final story is Bronny James is set for his final evaluation by USC this week after suffering that cardiac arrest during a team workout in July. He is set to practice, Bronny, that is, next week and could be playing later this month. Here's how LeBron said he'll handle his son's debut. Lakers fans, listen in. Whenever he's cleared and whenever he's ready to have his first game, um, I already told my teammates um, that if they play on the same day we play, and then I'm going to have to catch them next game. So family over everything, champs. I love y'all. Uh, I definitely got to see Bronny's first you know, his college game um, whenever he's cleared and ready to go. Absolutely. Should. No question. You Not like LeBron has carried this franchise for five years. By the way, did you see the video LeBron on the bench last night just really upset with getting just destroyed by OKC? Lakers fans are already speculating. All right, what trade are we doing this year? Who are we moving? Well, it'd be because they, they didn't look good.
Yeah, now, OKC's okay, very good. No, no, OKC's okay, really good. Not, and not young, and you know, OKC's your classic young team plays hard every night. If you walk into OKC and think you're, they're going to play their arse off every night of the year. They'll beat you by twenty. Oh, there's no. They have the talent, but they're they're not going to win the title. They're just too young. But that's one of those teams. They will play hard. 78 of the 82 games, they will out-effort who they play. Yeah. And Lakers got some old guys and long-on-the-tooth guys, and I you just, don't want to play OKC at the end of a road trip when they're rested or, you know what I mean, like when you're tired and you're an older team, they will run you off the floor. Yeah, if I was D'Angelo Russell, I would not go extending my lease uh, wherever you're staying out here in LA. I'll just I didn't get that. Out. I didn't get that signing. I did not get why they did that. He's the most movable chip they have. They're not moving Austin Reeves. Stop it, Lakers fans. They're not fans. moving That's Austin. Insanity. Just don't stop. move off. But the, I did not get the, the D-Lo. I did not get that extension or whatever they call it. I didn't I, get I it. don't want to be harsh toward the guy, but... He may not make your team right now. <laughs> J-Mac J with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. So I saw this story this morning about is Dak potentially an MVP? So you see quarterback lists all the time. You know, quarterback pyramids, quarterback tiers. Mike Sando does that stuff. Top 10 quarterbacks. So you have to consider this. Joe Burrow done for the season. Herbert doesn't have the right coach. Josh Allen turnover prone season. Aaron Rodgers hurt. Jalen Hurts has been great in the fourth quarter, not in the first half. Uh, Mahomes is, you know, is trying to figure out all these young receivers. At this moment, with this staff and this coach um, and this confidence, Dak Prescott, and I've never said this before, but he is a top three quarterback right now in the league. He's not a top three resume. He's not a top three arm talent. He's not a top three athlete. But if you look at the quarterbacks and what they're dealing with in this moment right now, Dak is a top three-ish quarterback. So Dak's stock price today on the market is very, very high. Other stocks who we consider to be better companies are floundering a little. But Dak in the moment is a top three quarterback in this league. And again, at this moment, the O-line's healthy. C.D. Lamb is on fire. Uh, Ferguson has, since the bye, been a highly productive tight end. And so not everybody is a supernova. Not everybody grades out or evolves at the same time. Dak is, you know, Tom Brady talked about playing chess, not checkers at the line of scrimmage. This is Dak's eighth year of starting. And that is, that is about the time, by the way, that Brady, um, we kind of felt like Tom Brady when he was 30 years old in the seventh or eighth year, kind of started playing chess, not checkers. So Dak's as good as I've ever seen him play. Uh, Mike McCarthy is doing a tremendous job to round out this offense, and here's Jerry Jones after the win last night. In my mind, he's the best he's ever been. In general, in general, he's the best he's ever been to Dak, as far as Dak's concerned. Jerry, he's playing that way, but I think he's the best he's ever been all around. He's really uh, uh, not bought into, but he's really doing the things that are coordinated with what Mike wants to do. It feels uh, rewarding to see a good plan come to bear. Yeah, no, Dak's playing great. And and just, you can see you can see Jordan Love, oh, he's more confident. You can see sometimes Justin Fields lacks confidence. You can see C.J. Stroud plays with confidence. You could be missing a receiver. You don't get protection. Right now, Dak is playing like he thinks he's the best quarterback in the league. And there are Sundays uh, that he's up in that class. So, tremendous. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. I miss D.D. King. Uh, King. Uh. 
What's good, y'all? It's your main man, Michael Smith, esteemed NFL analyst and certified fantasy football legend. Allow me to present to you your new favorite fantasy football podcast, The Dynasty Exchange, hosted by my first-round rookie picks, Davis, Dylan, and Josh, three guys who most definitely know their stuff. They're the co-commissioners of the coolest and most cutthroat dynasty league you'll ever come across, the Yacht Club. And now they're the co-hosts of the most elite. Now make that the definitive dynasty program in the game. It's dedicated to only the most devoted of diehards, the guys like me who can't stay off sleeper in KTC. And trust me, you won't regret making the choice to follow their dynasty advice. Listen to Michael Smith Presents The Dynasty Exchange on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Championship Saturday takes over Fox's two huge games take center stage. First, we kick things off with Boise State taking on UNLV Come for on, the Rebels. Mountain West crown at 3 Eastern. Then at 6.30, number two, Michigan, with their undefeated season on the line as they face 16th-ranked Iowa for the UNLV, Big Ten title. UNLV football. Barry Odom, done a great job this year. All on Fox and the Fox Sports app. Never mentioned Barry Odom on the show today. You Before. just did. Now I did, yes. Okay, hey, so Aaron Rodgers, this is what he just said. Robert Sala, Joe Douglas, Nathaniel Hack- Hackett, 
are going to be a recipe for the Jets' success. So uh, another season of the adventures of Nat Hackett is on the way because they're not getting rid of anybody that Aaron wants. But here's my question if you're a Jets fan or if you're a Jets media person, when does New York turn on Aaron? Because it's coming. So the downside to having power and using it is then we can start judging your moves. Alan Lazard, Aaron wanted him. Healthy scratch last week. Randall Cobb wouldn't be there without Aaron. Three catches this year. Dalvin Cook, influenced by Aaron's want, 162 yards. Nat Hackett, even Aaron's been caught on camera shaking his head at some of his play calls. So when you have power, and sometimes entertainment figures or star athletes will have it, be very careful about using every ounce of it because now you can line up all the misfires and Aaron can deny he wanted Hackett and Lazard and Cobb. In fact, the cynical part of me wonders if Aaron is not pushing to come back because he sees the misfires and he's trying to create some goodwill. So for the next five to six months on New York Sports Radio and the New York Post, they're not crushing him. And they see him as a guy that is sacrificing physically for the city and the team. So I don't think he should play. I don't think he's going to play. But, I mean, it feels like to me, Diana Rossini was on our show earlier this week. Uh, she said Aaron calls the shots here. Everything has to do with making sure Aaron Rodgers is not only happy, but he's empowered, right? They want to make him feel that he's not just the quarterback on this team, but he's part of this franchise and he has the control and he is given that control. Now, look, there's a collaboration. They all have conversations. But bottom line here, if Aaron Rodgers wants it, Aaron Rodgers is going to get it. Uh, I would retain Sala and Joe Douglas. My guess is there's better OCs on the market, but at this point, Aaron just turned 40, I believe, or he's about to turn 40. Tomorrow he turns 40. So, you know, when you get older and you're an athlete, there's certain things you want. You know, Tom Brady went to Tampa, and for about 12, 13 games, they were trying to figure out, Tom was trying to say, hey, this is what makes me happy. This is what I'm going to do. I got the rings. You guys don't. We're going to do it my way. So, and I, and I don't have a problem with Peyton Manning going to Denver, and it, you know, toward the end of his career and saying, guys, I'm the guy that's going to elevate the franchise. I'm going to want some things my way. Brady and Tampa, they went back and forth for 12 weeks, and Tom said, I'm going to win this argument. Goes to the owners, I want my way. I have no problem with Aaron keeping Hackett because, you know, whatever makes Aaron comfortable, you gave up draft picks, you gave up money, you got to make this Aaron thing work. So whatever, whatever Aaron wants, Aaron gets. The downside, though, Brady didn't ask for a ton. He said, get me Gronk. Hey, Lenny Fournette would be good. They both ended up being very important. Gronk was hugely important. And Leonard Fournette, if you go back to that playoff run, playoff Lenny was pretty. So if you're going to ask for stuff, then they've got to be productive. Antonio Brown was a mess, but he had, I think he had a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So Tom asked for some stuff, but Tom's stuff produced. Yeah, Hall of Fame level guys produced. Aaron asked for it. Nobody's producing. And they're losing. So, I again, Matt Stafford came to L.A. That wasn't his space. He didn't ask. They had the GM and the coach. So Russell Wilson went to Denver. You know, he wanted his own office. That didn't play at all. That wasn't even a player. He didn't like the office. So Aaron's like, yeah, I want this, 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 this. None of it's worked. 
So at what point, and I, I defend him on it. Like, if I was a quarterback and I went to, I'd want one of my guys. I wouldn't ask for a second. I would want a certain quarterback coach or coordinator. I wouldn't ask, you know, uh, Hackett wouldn't have been my choice, especially what happened in Denver. But again, if Aaron, they got to make this work. They got a year left. They got to make it work. And so you do what you got to do. I would bring back Sala. I would bring back the GM. And if Aaron wants Hackett, then I'd bring him back too. I would try to move off Lazard. I would go, you know, I, I, I'd say, Aaron, we'll do the coaching thing. We're going to get players. This is what we do. Aaron doesn't know personnel. I mean, I love LeBron James. Remember when he wanted Shabazz Napier in Miami? Players don't. That's not what they do. Keep him out of drafts. Keep him out of personnel. You know, Brady said, listen, on third down, I need Gronk. He's also a great blocker. That's different. But when they went and drafted a right tackle, Trifton Wirfs, they didn't lean on Tom for that one. Like in the coaching staff, they didn't really lean on Tom for it. Remember, Tom had to inherit Bruce Arians, uh, Byron Leftwich. Tom didn't get his coach. Tom said, hey, can I bring my third down, my buddy, my Hall of Famer, Gronk, uh, and then he wanted A.B., but Tom didn't get into the coaching stuff. Nat Hackett's the coaching stuff. Organizations can get, you know, generally, you want a player or a coach? Aaron kind of asked for, you know, Aaron wanted everything, and Aaron's going to deny, I didn't bring Hackett. We all know the game. Like, let's stop. We all, we all know why guys are there, all right? So you had power, you kind of used it, none of it worked. And again, Brady's stuff worked. You know, Russell Wilson got an office, didn't work. What was the first thing Sean Payton said? Remember the first press conference? <laughs> he addressed the office. Yeah, we're not going to do that. So if stuff, if you win, you can get away with stuff. Like once Brady got that Super Bowl, then you can ask for more stuff, and that's kind of a toothless media in Tampa. You, you, you get in New York now, they're going to start turning on Aaron. Yeah, LeBron wanted Kevin Love over Wiggins. Finals, title. If, if you ask for stuff, they better produce. Remember in Green Bay, Aaron was not getting everything he wanted. It was like, hey, we're going to run this franchise the way we see fit. And Aaron wanted what he wanted, didn't get it. Hey, let me go to the Jets where they're desperate, and they'll give me everything I want. They'll give me my OC, my receivers. I'll call the shots. Look at that quote that he said today. We have a really good organizational structure. On what planet is that factual? The offensive coordinator stinks. They can't score any points. The GM did not get a backup quarterback for Aaron Rodgers. Whiffed on Zach Wilson badly. And Robert Sala has been losing the locker room all season. I know you want to push back, and that's fine. But nothing Rodgers is saying is factual. He's desperate to control power and keep everything fine. And damn it, I'm just so annoyed that I have to that I picked this team I when I was a kid. I don't mind to people going to a company and asking for things, but they better be productive. You got to deliver. You yeah, Gronk worked. A B worked. Now Tom didn't go coach and player. Tom's like, get me a Hall of Fame tight end. Worked. A B Crazy Town worked. But he had to. But it wasn't just a Hall of Fame tight end. Gronk had retired. And then he's like, Brady, I gotta get away from Belichick. And then Arians moved upstairs. But Tom brought him a trophy. Yeah. So once Tom was successful, then you can start layering your asks and go to say, hey, I want Bruce upstairs. I want Todd Bowles. But if you ask, nobody's productive and yeah. you're losing. Have you seen the footage today? Like Aaron Rodgers is actually trying to jog and like do sideways movements. Well, good for him. This is, I'm at the point where I just want, I'm, I'm ready for them to lose out. They're not making the playoffs. Just lose out. Well, we all know that. They can get a top six pick. But yeah. Rodgers wants to come back and mess with that. that? that, that he's not. It's not happening. 
They're going to win this weekend over Atlanta, 21-20, and then they're going to lose the rest of their games, and Aaron's not coming back. So he's not. you can't risk it. Turns 40 tomorrow, you can't risk this stuff. Oh, is it tomorrow? I, you know, I, think, a, a, I think a lot work. of this stuff is PR. Aaron wants to say, hey, things didn't go as planned. I am superhuman. I, you, I got your back. Because he's not going to play. He's not going to play. Hour three on a Friday next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.